0: To another episode of the Niners Nation podcast. Niners fans, we just blew out another team. It feels so damn good to be back with you. And I'm beginning to think maybe this hype train, it's going to start here again after we beat Seattle this weekend. Quickly, let's get into a quick NFC West recap. The San Francisco 49ers, man, oh man. They took out the New England Patriots 33-6, and they did it in dominating fashion. Four interceptions embarrassed bill belichick in his own house it was beautiful then sunday night football we had the arizona cardinals and the seattle seahawks they scored 37 points on the seattle seahawks to knock them off at 37 34 no more undefeated teams in the nfc which is really good news for us but then sadly on monday night the rams took out the bears 24 to 10 so they're still five and two niners are still the only three lost team in the nfc west right now which it is what it is you know uh there's not much we can do the injuries have really killed this team which we're totally going to get into today and then we're going to get a great seahawks preview with jason puckett of 950 kjr up in seattle and we're going to get ready for seahawks week this is a huge week for the 49ers they were given a gift on sunday night football when the cardinals just took out the seahawks didn't do it out in blowout fashion. Maybe if DK doesn't make that play, they do. Uh, it was starting to get a little out of hand when that that pick. Russell didn't look uh, like MVP Russell. He looked like he was pedestrian Russell, which is good. Hopefully, they, we can keep that up. Our defense is much better than the Cardinals as we saw against New England. And if we can get him to make some mistakes... This Seahawks team is totally beatable. That Green Bay team is totally beatable. That Saints team is totally beatable. And if you win the next three, you're probably the favorite or the second favorite to win the NFC. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are so good. And I guess I'm just going to start calling them the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because Tom Brady has been so just, it's been amazing to see that he just doesn't age. And so I'm glad we don't have to play that team at all this year. I'm thankful for that, but you know, the 49ers can't seem to get away with a game without any injuries. Another big week where they score a lot of points on a team, blow them out and two more big injuries, one to Debo Samuel and one to Jeff Wilson and Jeff Wilson probably isn't as big. If Raheem Mostert wasn't hurt as well. And it seems like they just can't get any luck. It doesn't seem like they're able to get jet running the way they want to get him running. And so This guy, Jamichael Hasty, comes in, who I've talked about on this show. We had Jennifer Lee Chan of NBC Sports Bay Area come on. She talked about Jermichael Hasty and said that they didn't want to show him off. Well, they showed him off against the Patriots, and he's never going back to the practice squad. They're going to have to cut someone eventually before the season's over unless they just want to start everybody, which seems a little crazy. But Jermichael Hasty is a star in the making. He's awesome. He was making just – and it's not just the fact that he's better – then you know i mean not he wasn't better than jeff wilson but he was just he came out and he looked like he belonged with this niner team and this power run game and just they dominated from the minute wilson went down and hasty came in as the starter they dominated he was unstoppable and it looks like he's going to be a big piece of this season going on you know going further at least until we get most back and even once Mostert's back i think hasty still should get some carries he's really good and he's been impressive um every single week and so hasty is the starter going forward for sure i don't think there's any doubt even if tevin coleman comes back this week i think hasty has to start there's no reason he's not um and i think they have a potential star on their hands for reals he he looks really good um so now with this debo injury uh, i love debo samuel and i think he's been really getting into the groove over these last two wins he's been really good uh, and now he's injured. He's going to be out for two weeks. He'll miss the Packer game, which isn't as big because I think they're going to run the ball a lot against that Packer team because it doesn't seem like they can deal with a physical football team. Rojo had almost, I think, 200 yards for the Buccaneers a couple a couple a uh, a week ago. So they're going to run the ball a lot on Green Bay. Seattle is a little bit different because they're, you know, we're going to talk to Jason Puckett later. The, the secondary is so bad and they get so beat so much over the top that, not having Debo is going to hurt because you know it's one less receiver to beat this awful secondary down. And I'm curious what kind of stuff Kyle Shanahan's going to employ. I think a lot of people are saying that maybe Pettis should get those kind of Debo reps, which would be cool um, with the jet sweeps and all that fun stuff. I don't really know. I think that I think Kendrick Bourne's earned the second spot. I think Ayuk's your number one, and Kendrick Bourne's your two, and, and you roll with that. I mean, you still have Kittle. Think about it. You played the last time we played Seattle in Levi's on that Monday night football game. You didn't have Kittle and you were still in it. Now they have Kittle and the running back situation isn't ideal, but Hasty's been really good. This IU kid is going to burn the Seahawks a lot. I think IU's going to have a big day and I think it's one of those things where it's, it's the next man, man up mentality. And it sucks because you know, they feel, we feel like they've been so injured over the course of the season. It's been nonstop injuries, but they found ways to get through it. And besides the horrible injuries to corners that cost you the Miami game and the horrible injury that cost you Jimmy and that Eagles game, they've been really working through adversity and getting through, you know, a lot of hard injuries. And it seems like every time they get healthy, another step back, but the Debo injury isn't bad. Mostert's going to be back soon. Jeff Wilson will be back. It's going to be okay. And it looks like after the bye week, they're getting a lot of guys back. And if they can just get through this Seahawks game and this Green Bay game and, and potentially that Saints game with some wins and, some, and just play their butts off, this is probably going to be a team that can win the NFC West, especially when they get these guys back and they get even better. You know, real quick, this defense is amazing. What they're doing week in and week out. They had a backup safety for both strong and free. And they, you didn't miss a beat. Tarverius Moore is awesome. And I think with how good Tarverius Moore has been, you need to get him more reps. He has been just outstanding in that game. And yes, the Patriots really had no threats downfield, nothing that really scared the 49ers, but it didn't change the fact they, they, they held a team to six points. A team that scored, had 400 yards and scored 30 points on the this, this Seahawks team you're seeing. And you held them to six. And it could be partly the fact that that Cam Newton's not fully healed from COVID or whatever it is. But it doesn't matter. You dominated this team, and you dominated with your backups once again. Kerry Hyder, big game. It feels like Eric Armstead disappears, but I feel like maybe that's I don't I haven't seen the all twenty two, but it feels like he's getting double teamed. Um, with Ford coming back, that could be a big factor, and you know potentially him not getting double teamed and maybe getting to the quarterback more. They're still going to have some trouble getting the quarterback, uh, especially with this. It's weird to say, the Seahawks offensive line is actually pretty good. Um, and so they might struggle a little bit with that. It didn't seem like Cam's legs were a problem in this game. It seems like they've gotten that fix. And the biggest factor was after that Miami game, Fred Warner said, this is something we have to get fixed. And I said on this show, of course they have to get a fix. There's no reason that they should be this bad. And it seems like they've gotten it fixed. Biggest test coming up is this Russell Wilson game and, and stopping Russell. And if this secondary can continue to play at the high level it's played, this is, this is the best secondary the 49ers uh, or the Seahawks are going to see this year um, right now. They have played outstanding and they're making up for the lack of pass rush, the lack of Nick Bosa, the lack of D Ford and the lack of, you know, proven talent. Like, you know, don't get me wrong, Kinlaw's awesome, but he's still not DeForest Buckner. DeForest Buckner was there for a long time and he was really, really good. And and Kinlaw, really, you're seeing it every week, the maturation of Kinlaw and how much better he's getting. But he's not DeForest Buckner. And the defensive line obviously isn't the same defensive line they had last year. That said, it's been decent because of how good the secondary is. I mean, you're seeing pass breakups constantly. They had four interceptions in this game. And it didn't look like you could pass on. And then, yeah, the receivers you're facing on Sunday are much better Uh, dk metcalf whatever the arizona cardinals did to stop him kyle needs to figure that out but at the same time you cannot let tyler lockett get open and russell wilson's going to make those passes that's the thing is they're going to score points on you you're not going to hold the seahawks team to you know 16 20 points they're probably just still going to score 24 20 you know 28 30 points probably but the point is is being able to limit those big plays where it's Russell making a tremendous play that just blows your mind and not plays that are on the corner and plays the corner should make or the plays the safety should make of the linebackers it's about that and that discipline that they've had the last two weeks that Rams team played a bears defense that you know a lot of people were saying is really good and they destroyed them i mean they absolutely they scored 24 points on the bears and you didn't even I mean, what you did to them last week, they it was nine points at the half, and they had a garbage-time touchdown to keep them in that game. I mean, the, what you've shown on defense is enough to beat the Seattle Seahawks. It absolutely is. But it comes down to what kind of Russell we get. Is he going to throw – I think he'll throw a pick. I think it's going to happen. I think he'll throw a pick to 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 to, to Verrett, uh Warner, or um mosley i think there will be at least one pick thrown by russell wilson just like i think jimmy might throw a pick too just because he gets a little reckless because they're throwing the ball so much because this secondary is so bad and they're going to get beat so bad downfield um the other big factor with this game is jamal adams which we're going to totally talk to jason bucket with about as well uh this is a winnable game the niners should win this game uh if they win this game they're right back in the nfc west race and they're right back there they the injuries are bad yeah but they've overcome them week in and week out. And this is no different. Overcome them this week, overcome them against Green Bay and overcome them against New Orleans. And you're talking NFC, title, Super Bowl, whatever. You have to win these games and you have to do them without your best players. And if they can do that and Shanahan can can, can do what he needs to do and Salah can continue what he's done ever since we had that talk on this show with how bad Salah was against the Miami Dolphins. If they can do that, this the sky's the limit for this team, and the hype train really can keep going. They have to beat this Seahawks team. So let's get to Jason Puckett. Let's talk to him real quick. We all know he's going to talk some smack because he's a Seahawks fan. That's all they do. But let's get to Jason Puckett. Let's talk about this Seahawks team, find out what they're, what they're saying up in Seattle about the Niners, find out what they're thinking about their own team after that, that loss they suffered against the Arizona Cardinals, which we all loved. And uh, we'll get right back to you after this break. All right, and we're back. I got with me Jason Puckett at 950 KJR up in Seattle, and they just got handed a nice little slice of humble pie Sunday night by the Arizona Cardinals. You guys lost
1: to them, right? At full strength,
0: first game of the season.
1: So you got so at full strength when your best team was together, you got lost to them, right?
0: No, they're good. I'm not denying that. Don't worry <laughs> about that. Don't,
1: don't come on here and start trying to play this game where you <laughs> slice of humble pie crap.
0: Welcome to the show, Jason. How are you?
1: I am regretting this right now.
0: Well, you wanted to come on when we played the Seahawks. It's Seahawks. No, I didn't want
1: to come on. You asked me, to. you begged me to come on again. I said, fine. I didn't ask you. I didn't <laughs> never, never called you and said, I can't wait to come on your show.
0: <laughs> you know you're happy to be here. Anyways, uh, so let's talk real quick before we get into the Seahawks Niners game. How crazy is this NFC West right now? It is insane. All these teams, they don't lose. I think it's as
1: good as we all thought it was going to be. I mean, I think that most people thought before the season started that it was going to be uh, certainly the best division in, in football. And it is, I mean, it just, every team is good uh, for the most part, minus you guys, everyone's got great quarterback play. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, yeah, we, we know, I think we knew this was going to be a good division. I mean, I just wish that you guys would, you know, were pick picking up, but I mean,
0: oh we have picked up the last two weeks i don't know if you've seen the last two weeks
1: you know maybe next year maybe next year when you find a quarterback then you guys
0: it doesn't matter when you got kyle shanahan scheming these these schemes for you they've been electric the last two weeks have you watched any of the two games for the 49ers the last couple? i just i usually just watch for shanahan
1: like in a big game in the fourth quarter like under five minutes to go and that's usually the kyle shanahan that i know usually shows up then
0: Oh well, the Kyle Shanahan you know just blew out the Rams and the Patriots in back-to-back weeks and got his team back to
1: positive record. Not the Patriots.
0: I mean, you guys, you guys struggled with the Patriots what three weeks ago?
1: Not the, not the, not the world beater Patriots.
0: Hey, they, they were one play away from beating you guys a couple weeks ago. I wouldn't talk too much smack there. Doesn't matter,
1: it doesn't matter how you win, as long as you get a win,
0: right? I. I guess so, if that's the way you want to play. The 49ers have blown out the last two opponents in the Rams and the Patriots. Does that scare you at all? No. With the fact that they're no. still one of the most injured teams no. in the NFL. No, 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 no. You want to know why it doesn't scare me? Go for it. Because you're quarterback. That's why. Our quarterback's fully healthy, and he's played pretty well it the last couple of weeks. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. Because here's the, here's the
1: deal with the game on Sunday. First of all, it's not going to be a blowout because A, you're not going to, you know, the Niners aren't going to blow out the Seahawks and the Seahawks aren't going to blow the Niners out. So, I mean, it's going to be a close game. It's going to be a game that's in the fourth quarter under five minutes to go. And when it's, when it's in that scenario, but yeah, I mean, I'm just going to put money on the guy that's usually gets it done in the fourth quarter. I mean, it's just gonna Uh,
0: be. I mean, they mean the guy guy who threw the pick at the end of the game against the Cardinals.
1: Yeah, he's also the same guy that's the leading MVP right now in the NFL. He's the same guy that if they didn't have on their team, they'd be they'd probably be the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Oh no,
0: totally no. I totally I completely agree with you. If Russell Wilson wasn't on that team, they're terrible defense. They're terrible. They're they're awful. And that's kind of my next question: is what is the downfall of this 2020 Seahawks team that you've seen? You know, six weeks in.
1: I mean, just the defense. I mean, it's just like the same thing that we knew going into the season. But I don't think there's anybody that's playing good on defense. Name me a dominant defense.
0: The 49ers.
1: No, name me a real dominant defense. Like like <laughs> scary, scary dominant defense.
0: The Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: Yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, I just don't – I don't know if defensive plays is, is – really My biggest thing, year, and but, I've talked – But Seattle's defense is bad.
0: My biggest thing as I've talked about on this show is, is the 49ers. Yes. They had that Miami week and they had that the Eagles game. They only allowed 16 points in the backup quarterback lost in that game. The Miami game was an atrocious mess, but since then their secondary has actually been better this season than it was last year. And yes, the pass rush is not as good as it was last year. Cause you don't have Nick Bosa, you don't have D Ford, but the secondary is probably the best secondary Russell's seen this year. I think you
1: seriously believe that or
0: yes, absolutely.
1: Are you just saying, you're just saying that?
0: No, I, I think that, I mean, what do you think?
1: Who have you, okay. So you're saying the secondary and the defense is, has been better in the last
0: two games. I think the secondary has been better overall. I think Jason Verrett is a huge piece on this Niners so, secondary.
1: What was the final score in the Miami game?
0: <sighs> a lot to a little, but that was cause they were in, they were missing oh. most of their corners as we talked about on this show right. a couple of times. Yeah. Brian Allen is a practice squad corner. They put him out there. He got trounced. When they finally took Brian Allen out there and put the third string corner in there, it wasn't as bad. The problem is the game was so already out of hand, they couldn't come back. And that's why that game was such a – Yeah, I
1: mean, sure. I mean, it's going to be – it'll present a challenge. But, I mean, listen, no one on the Niners and no one else the Seahawks will see will never see another cornerback like Stephon Gilmore. They just won't. And DK Metcalf had his way with Stephon Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore is arguably the greatest, is the best cornerback in the
0: league. And so did George Kittle. Like, don't get me wrong, George Kittle and Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk all destroyed Stefan Gilmore because that team doesn't have anything. I'm saying this defensive unit with Fred Warner and with those corners, with this, they had backup safeties and they still only allowed the Patriots to score six points. Yeah, but I mean, this it, team it, on defense is stout. So stout that how many points did Ryan Fitzpatrick have on him? Okay, we are not talking about the Miami Well, I'm just saying, what, well what did the Dolphins do? I'm saying, but that was a, that was a product of being injured at cornerback. They have all they have their starting cornerbacks back the last two weeks. Fred Warner playing that game. Fred Warner did play that game, but their corners were Brian Allen. Okay. What, what, what was the final of the score of that game? The Miami game? Yeah, I, I can't. I can't remember. I don't want to talk about that. That's not why I brought you on here.
1: Listen, I mean, it, it will. Is see, is the defense of the Niners the the best defense that they have faced so far? I mean. Probably I would have to go look at the numbers. I mean, the numbers wouldn't say their numbers would say that the best defense they they have faced all season was the team they just played on Sunday because the numbers for Arizona are better than the numbers of San Francisco. Uh, all around, there was the number two defense in the league, according to the stats is Arizona, and they had their way with Arizona. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think stats and numbers can lie a lot when it comes to, you know, projecting out how teams – how good teams are. I think offensively they're playing at such a clip right now. I, I'll be honest. I'm not sure what defense is really going to slow them down. They're, they're not going to lose the game. At least in my opinion, they're not going to lose the game on Sunday because of what the 49ers defense is going to do. to They're going to lose the game on Sunday because they can't, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo will sit back there. He'll pad the ball. He'll order dinner that night. He'll be able to call his mom, his girlfriend, maybe that, maybe that stripper it's Maybe actually not a
0: stripper anymore it's a oh. cosplayer we've heard we found out recently she's the what month. she is a cos famous cosplayer and he what's has a type that? she what's a cos? Uh, what the hell's that they, uh, they dress up as characters from movies and video games and post pictures on the internet that That's is jimmy crazy. garoppolo's new girlfriend she's very no, no, no. what was the one last year what she, wasn't the porn she was porn star sure? the year they yeah, went to the super one. bowl yes
1: yeah, a yeah, p- porn star. So he's going to call her
0: again. He's
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. I got to back up here. <clears throat> he's dating a girl that dresses up and role plays comic book characters. Is that what yes. you're saying? You yes. You guys are okay <laughs> with this down there? That This guy's your quarterback?
0: I don't care who he dates as long as he wins football games, man. And we've been winning ever since he started dating her, so I don't care. <laughs> I don't uh, care who he dates. I want to yeah, so- win.
1: So they'll. If that's why they'll lose the game. I mean, because he'll he'll have time to throw. Yeah. And I mean, we. I joke. You and I. I joke with you about Garoppolo all the time. I mean, I think that there is something that he will eventually. Maybe. Maybe he will. And maybe he won't though. Like he'll have to get over that hump where, and every I think every quarterback at some point is asked to be the guy that hey we we need you to win a game. Yeah, we've said this. And our show we need times. you to be the dude. And I think that's that's the thing he hasn't been able to do yet in his young career in terms of young career as a starter. And I think that if he does get past that and can do that, I mean, listen, you see plenty of his games. I mean, I think it was last week. Didn't he start off 13 or of 13 or 14 or 14? I mean, he was against the Rams, yeah. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, he was, you know, he's got talent. And I think in any starting quarterback, and we saw this young saw it with with Fitzpatrick earlier this year. If you give a guy back there time to throw the ball and look around. I mean, you and I mean, not you and I, but, but any quarterback, I mean, they're good enough to play in the NFL. They'll find guys open. That that's why they'll lose because they are right now. I mean, they're just horrendous. They have, they have zero. I've I've never seen a defense under Pete Carroll like this. They have zero pass rush um, and their corners are, you know, are playing so far off the ball because they can't, they're so scared of getting beat deep. So um, you know, they need Jamal Adams back bad. I mean, the reason, one of the biggest reasons why they went out and got Jamal Adams was because of this very game. So he could go up against George Kittle. So if they don't have him, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a massive blow.
0: What have they set up in Seattle about Jamal Adams coming back before this game? You know, he's pretty
1: tight-lipped about it. You know, I mean, it seems like the groin is is obviously a little bit more severe than I think they're probably letting on. So I don't know. I mean, I the way he sounded, at least on on monday it didn't sound all that encouraging that he would play what's uh what's the deal with samuel he's out right Two He'd weeks.
0: Hey, samuel be so, so we just talked about on the show uh at the beginning is samuel's out for two weeks so you won't ah, see is, you just feel terrible about that you well I, i'm sure you, you do it's okay you haven't met brandon iuk yet he is something else
1: oh uh, no he's... i did oh it's okay I, I watched him plenty in college so
0: oh yeah kill don't the worry. cougars yeah don't worry
1: he'll he'll disappoint He'll, he'll, he'll have at least three drop balls in the game on Sunday. So. <laughs>
0: no, that's Metcalf. Don't worry about that.
1: First of all, I, I, I'd i like to. So let me ask. You probably <laughs> think Brandon Ayuk's better than DK Metcalf, right?
0: Oh, no. And Metcalf's been in the league for a year already. Of course. No, not. no, no. But I'm just... asking, how's, how's Metcalf's drops problems been? Like, we talked about that a lot the first time we had you on. Uh, Has he been better?
1: He was, you know what? It's weird because, like, statistically, I remember, I think last time we talked, I think they were saying that he was, I think, almost on pace for it to be worse than he was last year but in my, and just watching the games, he seems like he's been better. So, you know, I, I always don't know what they classify as a drop. Is it as classic as just hits him in the hands and he drops it or like his catch rate is like, could he actually make the catch or not make the catch? Um, I think he's been better. I mean, he did not have a good game against Arizona. I don't know what they did against him defensively, but they, you know, they, they took him out. I mean, he only had two catches in that game. Now, was because they paid so much attention to him. Is that why Tyler Lockett had such a huge game? So maybe his impact was that Tyler Lockett got open so much. I mean, Tyler Lockett had 15 catches for 200 yards. I would assume that he got probably a lot of single coverage because of how much attention they paid uh, to DK Metcalf. But um, no, I think he'll have a bounce back game. But yeah, I mean, they need, to, they need to get him going, feature him a little bit more. But I think the drops have not been a big issue since the last time we talked.
0: Well, and that's the thing is is Seattle's so predicated on this pass game now. I mean, you guys used to run the ball all the time. And, you know, when we first started talking about this season, you know, we talked about how Pete loves to run the ball. You guys really haven't run the ball much. And now you don't have Chris Carson, and it's looking like you want to have Carlos Hyde. So, it, and I heard Travis Homer's hurt too. So is your leading running back going to be DJ Dallas on Sunday?
1: Well, I mean, if, if he's the only guy, he's the only guy. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, I, I think they'll try and see if Carson can go. Um, but you know, they haven't said like, he'll be out like, Mm -hmm. like they just said, he's got a mid foot spring, but you know, if he can't make it, yeah. And then if Hyde can't go, I mean, you just went through it all. So yeah, you would turn to DJ Dallas and I like the way DJ Dallas runs. His biggest issue is always in, or has been at least this year in pass blocking, but yeah, not ideal, not ideal to go into a a big, huge game like this, which is a You know, I, I, I wouldn't say it's a must win for Seattle, but you don't want to drop two divisional games back-to-back yeah totally good and so but you're right they have relied more on the past this year than they ever have before Carson was on what was disappointing about last week was Carson was on it looked like he was about to have a a great game like he was he was running hard he was running aggressive he was hitting the hole he was carrying guys so now, if he doesn't go, yeah, it's a, it's a huge loss because he's a he's a massive weapon for him, just like your running back situation. I mean, how many guys you is the are the Niners now?
0: So be- they're down. Raheem Mostert, uh, Jeff Wilson, Tevin Coleman might come back. Um, the the starter is going to be Jamichael Hasty, though. Like we talked about it on the show at the beginning, Jamichael Hasty, this kid out of Baylor, is just electric, and he kind of a lot of people have come on my show recently and talked about how he's kind of like Devonte Freeman, and Shanahan's using him that way. And the Niners run blocking has gotten so much better over these last two weeks where they've blown teams out where, you know, they're just doing what they want with teams and with the Seahawks, it'll be interesting because your defense is so bad, but the problem is you're going to have to score a lot more points to keep up with Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson is averaging what over 30 points a game. It looks like at this point.
1: Yeah. I mean, what what I find fascinating about this game is obviously one, you know, Kittle being, being the, the, you know, the, the main offensive guy you gotta, you're gonna have to keep an eye on, I think for their defense, you know, Seattle's defense, you know, one thing that's has been good about them this year has been their speed. You know, I'll, I'll be curious to how much, where, where they have gotten really victimized in the passing game is the vertical passing game. Now you you can, you watch the Niners more than I do. They don't seem like a vertical passing game, but it's very dink and dunk, sideline to sideline stuff. Yeah, no. So, you know, I think that they they may not, they they may have these long drives uh, with their passing game, but, but what Seattle's been really hurt by just teams going vertical on them so you know the Niners may have some long drives in them on Sunday Uh, I'm not sure how quick striking drives that they'll have but uh, what's really hurt Seattle is just going down the field on them not so much the the dink and not so much uh, the dink and dunk stuff but not so much the sideline to sideline stuff that hasn't bothered them as much
0: and I think I think the biggest thing for the Niners in this game is just stopping the big plays that Russell makes I mean that was the thing is you notice in that Arizona game yesterday, any time that Seattle didn't couldn't run the ball or couldn't do anything, Russell would just heave it up and no one could stop Tyler Lockett because he's, he's, I mean, making superhuman plays. And that's the thing is with San Francisco's secondary being as good as it is, the ideal scenario for us, I think, is that we were able to stop that. But I mean, no one stopped that this season. So I'm curious if Russell can continue the dominance he's had with the long ball. And I think he has the best long ball in the league.
1: So Did their secondary get better once uh, the, the mouth got hurt? Is that what you're trying to say?
0: Once the mouth got hurt? <laughs> oh, they we're talking about Richard thought. Sherman. Did, I mean, they got better once he I, got hurt? I think uh, it's a product of Jason Barrett just playing out of his mind.
1: Sounds I like think. you're saying that they're better now without Richard Sherman. Is that what you're saying? Just go ahead and say it.
0: Man. Uh, it. Say it. I don't to say about it. Richard Sherman. He might listen to the show.
1: No. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to bet one dollar. <laughs> chairman is not listening to
0: show, all right? uh, I, the biggest thing with the 49ers is emmanuel mosley who was an undrafted free agent took that next big step and became a terrific corner in this league they still have probably the best coverage linebacker in the league in fred warner and then this this guy jason barrett who really hasn't played much over the last five years came in and he's been a top 10 corner in the league and then this, the safeties have been really good and the scheme has been there like and they've just dominated. And, this, and we had this conversation last week on this show too. Is the pass rush has been worse? Yes, there's no Nick Bosa, no D Ford, but the secondary has been so good that it's 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 astounding. You know, they they held the Rams to like 16 points, and the thing is, the Rams only had nine points until a, a garbage time touchdown, like the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, and we all do we all do this, but it's like you're saying it's outstanding, and i you know I'm not gonna. I'm not going to debate you on the merits of this, but you've won two games in a row. I mean, it's like you're making out the secondary to be some legion of boom. Before that, you lost the two
0: two of the worst teams maybe in the league you lost to. The Miami Dolphins are not the worst team. I think the Miami Dolphins are going to win that division. What about the Eagles? The Eagles are the worst team. And here's where I will defend this. And I defended this on Twitter the same way right now. How
1: can you sit there and be talking about all this defense? They only allowed 16
0: points to that horrible Eagles team. And the reason they lost that Eagles game was because they had a backup quarterback. Think about the Seahawks. If they had a backup quarterback, they'd be screwed. Nick Mullins threw one of the worst pick sixes I've ever seen hey, in my entire life. And it cost. He he's I'm, he's I'm he's just gone. saying. I'm just saying. And, and the Seahawks are going to lose on, on Sunday. And then and- Miami dropped 43 on them. 43 on a guy who just got benched. I know. Think about it. I, I trust me. I know. I know. We've had this conversation. You don't have to bring up the Miami game again. That Miami team is actually pretty good, though. I will say. I mean, I. It turned out that they're actually decent. Do
1: you? I mean, that's like the worst loss of the year in the NFL. I think probably. Don't you agree?
0: That's the worst loss in the Shanahan era, actually. Like
1: worst loss probably in the last twenty-five years of the NFL. No. Thirty years? No. probably Forty? No. Forty-five? No.
0: No, it's not even close. It was a bad loss, yes, but we've, you know, we've we've talked about holding the guys accountable, and that was on the defense, and they think about and then they the fixed straight
1: You talk about your two other wins came against the New York teams. I mean,
0: they, Jesus, you haven't beaten anyone. You beat one team. Beat the Rams, and they and then, beat the Rams then, in dominating fashion, and the Rams just I mean, dominated the Bears. Beat the times. Rams. You, you beat the,
1: that's the only team you
0: beat, right? And my biggest thing about the Arizona Cardinals game the first week of the season is it was the first week and yes, they were fully healthy, but they didn't even play very good and they still almost won that game. Is this college football? Do you get style points for almost winning? (sighs) No, you don't. But I'm saying that this team, the Niners team, the 49ers team that the Seahawks team is seeing on Sunday is a much different beast than what they've been at the beginning of the season. I feel like, and my guest from Sports Illustrated last week said it best, They've got the swagger back they had in 2019, and it feels like this team can do what they did last year. Maybe not make it to the Super Bowl because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are just insane. But if they can win this Seahawks game and and, and run off a couple wins, the the NFC West is completely open, and it's still the best division in football, and this team is still completely in it. Like, that's the thing. With this Cardinals win... The Seahawks aren't going to blow everyone out and be six. If the six Seahawks are six and oh right now, it's looking like they're going to win the division. I mean, they're probably, they probably still might, right? No, but, but it's wide open, but you're right. I
1: mean, it's, of course, the Niners aren't out of it at all. I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's so, it's so competitive. I mean, you're seeing what the, the Rams were able to do on, on Monday night against the Bear. I mean, it, it, dude, this is a, it, it's just going to, if you come out, uh, I, I guess everyone best case, I mean, would be four and two. But I i mean, I'm saying three and three. You come out three and three, you split everything.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I think well, these teams are going to uh, are going to beat each other up. And that's the thing is that was the Seahawks first division game. You still haven't even seen the Rams. You have this game with the 49ers. You see the 49ers again at the end of the season. You still have to see the Rams again. You still have to see the Cardinals again. Like this division is going to beat each other up. Thanks. And I, I, think know, it's gonna- I know how the
1: schedule works. I mean, okay. I, I mean
0: <laughs> thanks for the sarcasm. I appreciate <laughs> it.
1: I know how they usually face them twice. But that's
0: my point is that this, this division is going to beat each other up, and the team that is going to win the division is going to be the most healthy of all these teams, I think, is what it's going to come down to. Or the team with the MVP quarterback, like you guys have. Like, you have nothing else except for that MVP quarterback. Your offensive line is, seems like it's actually playing pretty well. And the offense is the best offense in the league. And I was getting to your receivers. Okay. God, let me give you that's credit. It's a top three offense in the league. The defense.
1: Yeah. It's, it's hot garbage, but I mean, I mean, that's a top three offense. There's, totally,
0: there's, no, totally. And that's the thing oh. is that if the Niners can stop that offense, the sky's the limit. I really think that the Niners could totally win this division. It's a task. Don't get me wrong. It's totally a task, but I think that if there's anyone up to it, it's Kyle Shanahan. And these teams match up really well. You you
1: see, know, and Cause I think that's a good point because, you know, the one thing we've learned here in the past, especially last year in Atlanta, is when it comes down to big games, there's probably no other coach you want on the sideline in a big game than Kyle Shanahan.
0: There's no other coach you want better to uh, pick a throwing play on the five or one yard line in the end zone either sure. than Pete Carroll.
1: But how, how many Super Bowl championships does he have? One. Yeah. Shanahan?
0: I should have had one. He should have had one. You're making me talk about the Super Bowl. I said we're not talking about the Super Bowl uh, on this team ever on this show. Uh, Anyways, Jason, good luck to your Seattle Super That we're
1: we done. Yes. Okay.
0: That was easy. What, what else did you want to say? I don't
1: know. I just wanted to. I wanted to see how you're doing. What do you think the final score is going to be?
0: Uh thirty-seven,
1: thirty-four, forty-nineers. <laughs> I said. I said on my show today. I mean, it's going to be the same damn thing like every game. I said thirty-three uh, thirty. I said I don't know who's going to win. <laughs> and I said uh, it's going to come down to the final two minutes, yeah. And the team that wins is either going to score the t- touchdown at the end or a field goal, whatever, or they're going to come up with some defensive stuff, you know, some fourth down. It's the same script. I mean, I mean, I don't know about for you guys. I just know. Well, you guys are blowing guys out. But that's just this, like a Seahawks fan. Being a Seahawks fan, the last you know, you know, eight nine years yeah. for Pete Carroll. I mean, it's the same script. I mean, they it's the same thing every week. So Nate, it's always good to catch up with you, buddy. It's good to
0: catch up with you too, Jason. Good luck on Sunday. Hopefully, you don't win. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you soon. Go Niners. No more injury. Head train never stops. Beat Seattle.